What is going on, my friends? I hope you are doing well today. The team at TRE wants to say thank you so much for all the support. Thank you for joining today. This is the Real Estate Podcast, and we want you guys to do us a solid. If you don't mind, can you help us get the message out? We believe that real estate can be for anybody, and we believe there's opportunities for people to grow with us. So if you can, please share, subscribe, like, comment. Thank you for being here on our journey, and we are going to continue to add as much value as we possibly can and try to shake up the industry. Let's dive in. Just have the mindset of every day, mm. I'm going to be in the gym. Forget yeah. about what you're even doing in the gym. Yeah, Just yeah, make yeah. it a habit of going to the One gym every time. day. Right? Yeah. And it's the same idea of what we have even in real estate, even with the machine is, and I'll get to that in a second, our lead gen. Mm. It's like, hey, listen, we want to be producing, you know, over a million a month in mm. transactions. Yeah. Instead of looking at that big, gigantic number, it's like, dude, how do we just, could, it. yeah. How do we just take it one day at a time? And then before you know it, you're going to look back and you're going to say, holy mess, look at how far we've come. Yeah. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. Good morning, boys. We're excited. We're feeling motivated. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We're really uh, motivated and driven towards our goal here at TRE, and we've got a lot of special people, so we're excited about today's episode. If you can, make sure to share this with your friends. Stop what you're doing right now. Go share with your friends. Like, comment, subscribe. Come on, baby. Come join the road. Let's get it. No roads. Let's go. We're super pumped. Um, we're going to talk about something called the machine. But more importantly, uh, what we also like about doing this, Chris, is uh, we get to know people a little bit more. So right it's on. cool for us. It's cool for the listeners. As we're always trying to give advice for entrepreneurs, for the real entrepreneurs. That's the goal here. Inspire, encourage, uh, figure out ways to grow with other people. So we're blessed to be here. It's morning. <clears throat> Days ahead of us. And today we got... Chris Smith. Let's get it. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And before we get into this, I have to give you guys your flowers, man. I have went through your videos. I love what you guys are doing. A lot of um, motivational content here. And even for, you know, beginning guys all the way through, like professionals who do this on a day-to-day, -day, you get a little bit of, you know, um, uh, content for everyone. So I love it. Right? Thanks, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, gonna, th no, thank you. We're going to put you on the spot. What's your uh, favorite piece of content? Um... I would have to say I really enjoyed Shamsie's. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of them, um, but your your interview with Miss Shamsie, um, create the day. Um, what, what what was it? It was a create the day you want to have mm -hmm. uh, mentality. That was really good. And I can tell you right now, she is a superstar. And we'll get into that here in a second uh, when it comes to the machine. I believe yeah. we've already sent her a few really good leads. And sweet, so yeah. it's yeah, cool, she's, man. She's definitely loving what, it. What's really special, f at least for me, is to see people from where they were to where they are now right and like here. go through that journey. And Amanda's one of them where just sitting across from me scared and not knowing what was going to happen. And now she's on fire and she gets it. And even after that podcast, she called me. So two things, she has a fear of doing stuff like this. So one of the core values here is no fear. We're helping uh, together get past that by doing mm -hmm. this. And then she called me and she's like, I really, you know, I don't know if I did that right, but like, I don't want to, I didn't want it to make it seem like everything was so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> like, cause we're talking about her success right? and just not kind of, maybe she felt like we didn't go through the challenges and the struggles. And I'm like, no, you're all good. Like, and mm -hmm. I don't know if that came across that way or not, but there was a lot there that she struggled with and still does. And like, we work on that together and, um, it's just really, really encouraging and special to see people come from 
seeing what is they think is possible in real estate. Exactly. You know, another guy, Jordan Brown, called me on <coughs> Saturday, and he's all he's got eight deals under contract, but he was working at uh, T-Mobile or something <coughs> and seeing us. And from the outside world, you're like, man, that seems so cool. Right. And you don't necessarily think that it's possible, but when you make that leap and you go all in and you have the right people. You'd be surprised. Yeah. 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 You'd, you'd definitely be surprised. Um, so I'm from Northeast Texas, Longview, Tyler. Um, if you guys have ever heard of it, we have a lot of studs in that area. Forrest Whitaker, uh, McConaughey was right down the road. He went to Longview High. Uh, Patty Mahomes, you know, White House. We wow. have a lot of really good Chris Smith. We have a lot of good <laughs> talent, go. man. We have a lot of good, you know, talent coming out of that area. Um, so, yeah, I uh, going back to high school right when I graduated, I got a surprise a little early and found out I was having a kiddo. I was working at Chili's. And I remember thinking to myself, I said, you know, I can't work at Chili's and support, you know, this kiddo. So I went to join the Navy. Um, and whenever I went to the recruiter, he was out for lunch and this Air Force guy was outside smoking and he was like, hey, you know, come on in and we'll have a chat. Next thing you know, I'm getting signed up. Uh, so I did six years in the service. Um, I actually went in for HVAC and they said my depth perception um, didn't pass because I was going to work on the, the ventilation systems in the C-130s. Mm -hmm. So what's I a, went. What's a C-130? It's a cargo. It's a big cargo Got airplane, it. yeah, um, that the Air Force uses. And so they gave me a list of jobs that I could um, join, and one of them was security forces, and it was being a military, you know, policeman. And so I remember talking to the recruiter. I was like, hey, man, <laughs> I'll never forget. This is wild. I was like, hey, man, I was like, uh, what, you know, what's the duties, you know, like what kind of goes into the role of being a security forces member? He leaned in, <laughs> I, I crap you not, and he was like, have you ever seen bad boys? <laughs> oh, he had me hooked. He had me hooked. Bad boys and, for life. Oh, man. And it was crazy because all you are is basically a glorified gate guard and you're, you know, uh -huh. you're a cop, you know. And I remember getting into it thinking, that guy lied to me. And I have five and a half more years <laughs> of doing this, right? Um, but it worked out. It was great. Um, I got to go to, you know, five different countries. I started out at uh, Cocoa Beach, Florida, Cape Canaveral, uh, where they launched the rockets doing security there. And then from there, I moved uh, to Qatar. Um, and then I finished up my tour in Greenland. Uh, that's right outside of Iceland. Nice, yeah. man. So. And so you're just kind of guarding these uh, bases? It depends on where you're at. So Qatar was actually a deployment. Um, in Cocoa Beach, we were guarding NASA, um, the, the actual shuttle site. And then in Greenland, um, we have an anti-nuclear um, facility there. So it's uh, basically if a nuke is launched from Russia, um, they have Patriot interceptor missiles that come up to intercept it mm -hmm. over Greenland regarding that facility. Mm. What was happening in Qatar? In Qatar, so that was just a standard deployment. Um, so it was, you know, the guys that go to, you know, like Bagram, Iraq, Afghanistan, they, you know, they come there for R&R. So I like to say I had, you know, little boots on ground deployment, but I mean, we had a Starbucks there, you know what <laughs> I mean? We had a pool, we had a Dairy Queen. Um, so really it was just, you know, patrolling the wire. Sometimes they'd let you go outside, you know, for a trip or two with a Rover unit and you just come back and live your life. So I did that for six months. And um, the best part for me is the people you meet no matter where you go. Mm -hmm. You get a little bit of their culture. And, and like, for instance, when I first started here, you guys let me go on a trip. You know, I went, to, I went to Italy and did all that. But it's like every time you come back, you come back a different person, mm -hmm. a slightly a different person than you were when you left. Yeah. And that's why I love it. So that's yeah. great, man. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, we go all different directions, but we, we had someone come on and, you know, as talking about biblically, he's like, 
there's nothing in the Bible that talks about uh, retiring. It's right. like, you know, you can go like travel and enjoy, but like nobody really wants to go do nothing. So it's cool to try to create a lifestyle where I think traveling is important, but you is. C- you're always building and then you go have those experiences like you're talking about and come back and apply them to what you're doing. Oh my god! If you just stop and you just travel the world, like you get bored. I, w- I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely do. Um, whenever I got out of the service, I didn't want to go back to East Texas. Um, so I visited a friend in Austin and decided to move here and I started doing some bartending. Went to Chewy's, um, shout out to Chewy's, uh, Gordo's. Um, and it's so crazy cause I do want to talk about mindset slightly and what we think success looks like. Whenever I was bartending one night, there was these two guys that came in with their laptops. And I remember I went behind into the kitchen and told my manager and I was like, I think my goal in life is to have a job where I can have a laptop Mm -hmm. and just pop it open Mm -hmm. wherever Mm -hmm. and work. I was like, that's so cool. Like they're not tied to, Mm -hmm. to anything, you know, fast forward, you know, two years later, um, I was working for one of the bigger lead gen companies out there and, Mm -hmm. and there I am, you know, at that exact same bar with a laptop, but it was just so wild because that's what I thought, Mm -hmm. you know, success was. And it just really feeds into that narrative that, that David Goggins says is you're never going to meet what you think success is. Mm-hmm. You're always in pursuit of it. Yeah. Um, and success for you always changes. Sure. I got my first check in the military, $1,400. And I was like, dude, I made it. Mm-hmm. Like this is so much money. It was just so much money for me, man, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, now it's like, okay, if I can just get to that next step, whatever that is, mm-hmm. that's that's what success is for yeah. me. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, you know, there's, a, there's no end goal. It's like, if I get here, I'm good. There's always another step you can take. And I'm a believer that you have to just ha- constantly have things that you're working towards. Like some, if you don't have a clear goal that you're making progress towards, I really don't know if you could be happy. Yeah. Every time in my not. life when I've had a very clear goal and it's like, this is where I'm going, I've been the happiest in my life. And if I had, had if I didn't have any direction and just kind of going through things, like I'm not happy. Yeah. So I'm like, you just got to have something in your life that you're constantly striving and, and going towards. But then you get there and, you know, keep going somewhere else. Exactly. Exactly. I was going to, uh, I meant to ask you this, and I don't think I've asked either one of you this, but what was it um, growing up that flipped that switch for real estate for you guys? Um, like, when did you decide, hey, I'm going all in on this whole real estate journey? I'll let uh, Matt answer. But for me, uh, <coughs> growing up, it was never uh, real estate necessarily. Like I didn't, you know, as a child or in high school or something, never, you know, pictured in my mind that real estate was the way, but uh, what I was after was freedom. And, uh, you know, investing in real estate with Matt and seeing everything that's possible is what flipped the switch for, hey, real estate is the route for freedom. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, two things. So the (coughs) kind of to my story, I think it applies in a sense, but my, uh, the, the goal, the having the goal and dri- and striving towards that started with baseball. I played really? baseball my whole life, and okay. my freshman year I didn't make the team, and like crushed me like crying like that was my thing like and I played with everybody who was on the team. I was always like average. Uh, I was good, but like Round Rock's really good, yeah, so I was average yeah. there. Um, but I was a hard worker, always, and so I didn't make the team. Was crying, and then I literally spent the next year obsessed with like I have to make the team and so I kept telling myself if you do everything you can towards something that you want to do you have to be able to to accomplish it you have to yeah and so literally every night running sprints uh all kinds of stuff 
And to the point of we went to tryouts next year and we did a race and they were like, run to the um, foul line and back. And I, I literally won. And I'm slow, but it was like, I just had like so much determination you and just I, wanted it. I would, was working for sure harder than anybody, like obsessed with it. Right. So then I was like, wow, you can accomplish whatever you want to if you go all in. Yeah. And then I, I've talked about this a little bit, but working at a, a job in high school, I was working at Wingstop and it was just depressing of like, I was just cleaning the floors, like looking at the clock, like I think it closed at 12 and I'm like, God, yeah. I hate it. This is a nightmare. Yeah. And so I just knew, uh, luckily through seeing my mom invest in real estate and what was possible, that it was such an amazing industry that can change your life. Oh, a simple thing of like, hey, put a down payment and then somebody pays it off for you. And 30 years later, you own it. Like, awesome. Yeah. Um, so I remember in college, um, <clears throat> I got my license. I didn't tell anybody, I didn't tell my mom I was doing it. I just went to go get it. And it meant so much to me. Like I called her holding back tears or maybe crying of like, I got my license. Right. And it was so meaningful to me. I just, you know, just probably knew like what I was going to do or hopefully tried to do that. Like this, I just knew like, this is my path. Like, it made sense for you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is what I'm going to do. A hundred percent. And yeah. it was luck. it was to see that. And then just to know like everything's possible. And I just, I stopped partying. Like I, my, uh, it was my junior year end of sophomore year. All my friends were, you know, hanging out on the couches and playing video games, doing whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was just like straight to my room, out to the brokerage, to mm -hmm. class. And oh, I for was sure. Just, cha just changed. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you know, they saw that. You they know what did. I mean? They did. Yeah. They definitely. They definitely saw that. Yeah. And, and, and I, they support me. But at the time, it was like, hey, you know, where's our friend? I'm yeah. Like, hey. Well, you're lucky. You had a good support group. Yeah, I know? did. And I, I was getting a history degree. So also, I was like deathly scared of. Well, if I just get a history degree and real estate doesn't work out, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be looking at the clock again. <laughs> teaching, you know, teaching a class. Yeah, yeah. so Something. that that really drove me. Um, but it's a blessing, man. And I'm, I talk about this all the time. I think there's opportunities for everybody in real estate, regardless of if you're an agent or 100%. not. Like Somehow your life is involved in real estate. 100%. Some, some way. Yeah. So you should know a little bit about it. Oh, man, I was jazzed. I remember in the leadership meeting, you guys shared uh, a video of you when you had first started. And that mm -hmm. was a really cool motivational video to see. And it's so inspiring. You're very lucky. I think you're you're considered one of the few that got into what they're calling was that early yeah. in life. Yep. Um, but for those of you just getting into real estate, it is absolutely never too late or whatever your dreams are. Totally. For that matter, right? Just like we're talking about. Oh, like, yeah. Literally, we see it all the time. Like 100%. six months, a year later, just people just it clicks and you don't think you can get there. But then you're, you've got more than you ever thought. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, thanks for asking that. Yeah. What about you? I mean, was there a, a real estate moment? I mean, so no. And to be honest with you, um, when I was working at uh, Gordo's, um, it's a unique donut place. They they do like donut burgers. And things so like hardcore. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's hard attack on there? a plate. Mm, dude, T tell them. We're, tell we're them. I have to go. All right, well, I don't <laughs> want this to be an endorsement or nothing, But it's, it's very, a crazy place. It's very, very good. They got your traditional donuts. They have donut hamburgers, <clears throat> right? It's a savory bun. Slice of. And they have this one thing called the Ron Burgundy. They got a beef patty, um, two slices of jack cheese. They got your lettuce, tomato, scoop of guac, the whole works. And on a donut. On a donut. Mm -hmm Mind-blowing. <laughs> Literally, it is a heart attack on a plate. But yeah. um, whenever I was leaving there, I went to a startup that was in real estate doing lead generation. Um, and I went there just for a more of like a transitional check until I made it to, cause I wanted to, you know, move over to sixth street and kind of 
do that bartending kind of thing. How'd you uh, find the uh, lead gen job? So the la- the girl I was dating at the time, um, he was working there, and they they needed people to go. They needed people to start. Um, and it was crazy because I was at a flag football game, and the recruiter called me and was like, hey, somebody referred you. And this was on a Sunday. They're like, can you swing by the office? So I went in on a Sunday, um, and I started talking to her. Next thing you know, she's showing me schedules. And was like, hey, can you be here tomorrow? Wow. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. So whenever I started going into it, I didn't know anything about what a real estate agent, a real estate agent was. I didn't know about what a loan. I didn't know anything about anything. Um, but I did know is I do enjoy talking to people mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter what the product is. I, I'm pretty sure I can at least give, you know, have them give me the time of day to explain it. And I remember how it was, how the setup was, is every time you introduce an agent or a loan officer to a client, you get paid out. And I just remember thinking, is that it? Like, that's, that's all you need me to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's easy. So it was like, at the time, the record there was like 31 transfers in a day. And my first day I did like 28 and I was, and everyone was just congrat, you know, congratulations. <laughs> and I was like, guys, like I could have had 30, but I took a lunch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when the check came in, I remember looking or well, before the check came in, I told the lady sitting next to me, I said, if I can do $800 on my check, I'm going to be so jazzed because I have expenses and and she was like, you're going to make you doing this. You're going to make a lot more than that. And I, I was hooked when I got that first check. And then from there, I was like, this isn't a transitional thing. Like, I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, being a part of a startup got a lot of really, um, really valuable experience from hiring to crucial conversations, how to let, you know, someone go, unfortunately, if it's time. Um, all the way to managing at one point I had 47 people on a team mm-hmm. um, it, as a CSM2 so it was a really cool journey and I gained a lot from it and so you uh, kind of started in that position and yes. worked up to manager and th- yeah and right at right at my three-month mark it was two days over my three-month mark is when they offered me uh, the management position and that was right when we were transitioning to the new building um, and then from there we created a position where um, someone that wants to be a manager is called a supervisor and they report under you and they merge two teams into one. So a standard team of 17 to 20 is now merged into two teams. Yeah. Um, and you're training the supervisor on how to become oh, a manager. Cool. And you're also <coughs> overseeing your team of 40 plus. Was that like uh, when you kind of felt that success and went all in on it, was that like maybe the first time that you, you had something like that? Or did you have that in the military or growing up? Like something you're like, I'm all in. Like, I love this. Negative. It was actually the opposite. I remember sitting in that police <coughs> car um, thinking, this is not my life. Um, matter of fact, the very first time I had to, to get your own patrol car, you have to do X amount of, um, it's called code fours, but traffic stops. Mm-hmm. I remember I, we lit a girl up one time. She was 18 years old for running a, a stop sign. It took me five minutes to get out of the car. I was petrified mm-hmm. because it's like I'm coming to your vehicle yeah I don't know what you have mm-hmm. and that right then I was thinking is this really worth it right <laughs> is this and it, you have to give your roses man to law enforcement and the guys that are doing it because that is not an easy role to have mm-hmm. um, but I knew that's not where I should be mm-hmm. um, so when I was in that environment um, you know training people to go to the next level helping people connect clients to realtors and lenders I was like this is my home like mm-hmm. this is what I want to do that's great um, and it felt great it was amazing yeah what were um, some of the things you learned when you stepped into that manager role I can tell you the very first lesson I learned um, whenever I was a we called it a CSR and in real estate terms it's an ISA 
Um, I was always looking at managers with their little laptops going into these meetings and thinking, what are they talking about in there? And, and finally, I remember my first day, we had a manager meeting at three and I paused right before I went in and his name is Jeff, great leader. He came up behind me and he was like, hey, you're here for a reason. Like, don't, you know, mm -hmm. don't, you know, double think of it or, or don't think about it too hard or whatever the case is. Just go in there, give us your ideas. You're going to be great. Mm -hmm. And that was really the first thing that I learned. And I tell everyone right before they interview years later, hey, you're in the interview for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't, you know, double guess yourself. It's, it's not that serious. Go in, make it a learning, you know, mm -hmm. a, a learning opportunity and take from it what you can. And I was very surprised. They were very open to some of my ideas when I finally decided to speak up. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I tell my guys all the time. You know, you're here for a reason. You know, trust in your experience. Yeah, definitely. I like it, that. It's different though, right? Because it Much switches different. from moving from that to leading a team and leading people. I mean, you know, it's easy to, some. you know, sometimes it is. It's easy to be a high performer by yourself right absolutely it's a much different gig when you're trying to figure out how to get everybody else to be high performers to be on the same team to mm -hmm. be performing as a unit as one um and we could talk that could be a whole nother you know absolutely we could talk on that but it's interestingly enough i was talking with jonathan about being a provider of energy when you're in these type of roles even you guys have to know like when you step into that brokerage maybe there's an agent who just isn't having the best of days so it doesn't necessarily matter what happened to you on the way here. You yeah. know what I mean? If you come in there and you're like, oh, this is a crap day, they're going to feed off of that, mm -hmm. right? Because you're leading the way. Yeah. So what I had to learn and adapt to is they're always watching. People are always watching when you're in that position. Um, and you have to be that provider of great vibes and good energy and motivation all the time. Um, and then, of course, your boss, all right, they're, they're helping you along your journey. So yeah. that was definitely a, a lesson learned. Let me ask him. you this. Take a different spin on it in a sense because I, I hear you and I agree. For and, sure. Uh, it's good advice. But, like, I wonder because, obviously, everyone struggles with things. Mm -hmm. um, we had some things recently where I was like, man, I kind of think it might be good to show some vulnerability and to not just act like everything's okay and let people in on that mm -hmm. do you necessarily i don't i don't know the answer honestly mm -hmm. but like as being the leader um is that in a sense leading right of like hey i'm here like this is real i'm struggling too and then it, and i believe that it can kind of rally the troops and get people behind you and supportive mm -hmm. versus like hey it's all good all the time for sure i, I don't know so, just thinking out loud yeah so providing that positive <laughs> mindset always encouraging your troops that's that's a standard that's what you need to do that's a given um that's in your role i think what isn't so much performed and what isn't necessarily in the job title is what you just mentioned and i think that's what really separates a leader from the rest of the leaders is when they are able to mm. you know give your team a peek behind the curtain and let them know hey i'm struggling some of the best advice i got was from my old manager he said hey listen you're going to be a manager tomorrow you don't have to know everything. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know it, don't lead your team astray and fake an answer. Right. Let them know. I don't know. Yeah. If they ask you, you know, what's a what's what's an exchange? You know what I mean? Um, what does a VA loan mean? And you don't know. Just let them know. Hey, I don't know, but I'm going to figure out the answer for you. Love right. Yeah. So so 100 percent showing these guys if you did have a rough day or letting them know if you don't know a certain answer. I think that definitely goes a long way. And it shows them that it's OK to mess up and not be perfect and be vulnerable with you as well. Mm, love it. That's Absol good, man. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love the concept that you guys have of all in. 
I think that one of my first interviews with Alex when he mentioned it, that's the one that really got me hooked. That one and with Not For. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, those are very, very cool um, um, values that you guys live by. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the all in, I'm bringing this up because I was having a convo with my sister. She wants to be a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And I asked her why, and she was like, you know, having coffee with clients and, and um, you know, showing these beautiful homes and getting the commission checks, that all seems very, very great. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure some people watching that haven't taken that step, that's what they see. Mm-hmm. Um, but my advice to everyone who wants to go all in, it's like you mentioned, doing the sprints and really living it, mm-hmm. um, is do your research, do your homework. Because yeah. there are some people that, you know, <clears throat> once they do go all into the other side, they don't think about cold calling, right? They don't think about, you know, negotiations and, and, and u- utilizing your gas, you know, for four different properties, you know, right. for someone who's undecisive. So the best thing for anyone, in my advice, that wants to go into real estate, no matter what genre it is, is swing by, talk to some, you know, high performing agents, ask if you can go to an open house with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, ask them all of the the, the uh, day-to-day questions. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, so be fully prepared when you do go all in so that you make the most of that opportunity. Yeah, constantly learning uh, every day on how to like help and guide people in a certain way and got a new agent and it's like he's wanting me to tell him exactly what to do. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to teach because I I do want to help him. But it's like, dude, I don't actually know the exact answer, Mm -hmm. but what I can tell you are some things that I believe is, is the answer Mm -hmm. is like to just basically simply to go take action and then come back to me. Right. because that's what that's all I'm doing. Like right. I'm just I don't I don't. It's not like guaranteed what's ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly, but I just keep pushing you just forward. Just keep going. Yeah, and it works. Oh, a hundred percent. I think some <clears throat> people are so quick whenever they do go all in, and we're not even just talking about real estate. Any any situation in life when they do go all in and they don't see the results. I saw a really cool podcast, and this guy talked about losing weight, and he was like, somebody gets the motivation. They get off the couch, right? What's the first thing they do, right? They get the gym membership. They probably go to to get some supplements and then they go grab the groceries and all that stuff. He's like, forget all of that. Like, don't worry about any of that. Just have the mindset of every day, mm. I'm going to be in the gym. Forget yeah. about what you're even doing in the gym. Yeah, Just yeah, make yeah. it a habit of going to the One gym every time. day. Right? Yeah. And it's the same idea of what we have even in real estate, even with the machine is, and I'll get to that in a second, our lead gen. Mm. It's like, hey, listen, we want to be producing, you know, over a million a month in mm-hmm. transactions. Yeah. Instead of looking at that big gigantic number, it's like, dude, how do we just nailed co- it. Yeah. <clears throat> how do we just take it one day at a time? And then before you know it, you're gonna look back and you're gonna say, Holy mess, look at how far we've come. Yeah. And it's kinda hard to explain in a sense. Like people are wanting things to happen so fast. And right. so like I told them, I was like, There's an apartment complex right here. Go knock on every door mm-hmm. and just show people that you care. Mm-hmm. And don't even consider that you're gonna close a deal. Just do it to do it for sure. That's important, but it will also pay off. Absolutely. And if you follow up, it will pay off 10 times as much. Absolutely. Like it's the littlest thing ever. You could just go to one apartment complex and go meet 200 people and build an entire business off that. There you go. hundred <clears> percent. <throat> and it's just having those conversations. Um, someone said it's healthy just to talk to a stranger once a day. Just have, just say anything you want. Yeah. Just get it out. I got to one up it yeah. from a girl yesterday. She said her dad taught her to make a stranger laugh every day. I love that. Dude, me too. Yeah. She had that. me, I was like, hey, you did it with me. Mm-hmm. She's like, thanks, I'm gonna tell my dad that. Oh, for and sure. And so like, that's super cool. Yeah, I definitely love that. And it, and it definitely <laughs> rings true. Um, I do wanna talk about what we are building here at TRE though, because it is very exciting. Um, so it is called The Machine. Um, and what it is, is obviously we're taking leads inbound as well as outbound. 
we are converting them, getting clients on the phone, and we are passing them off to our real estate agents uh, here at TRE. Um, so this is great. Earlier I mentioned like some agents don't like cold calling. Yeah. They don't like putting in, I'm not going to say putting in the work because obviously you do, but your time could be better utilized elsewhere while we're qualifying the leads on your behalf. Um, so that to me is just another really solid reason to come join us. Let yeah. us, let us give you leads, you know what I mean? To work. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a really uh, cool thing. It's a, it's a tool to tap into. You can go build your own business and you can get leads from the machine <laughs> and from us from high level, like we're constantly just trying uh, new aspects and new things. And like, we've got this machine working with right. someone who's very serious and committed and you know, all roads led to you coming here to join us. <clears throat> what a blessing. Oh, yeah. And Great. if that thing just works, like that thing could be the biggest thing that we have going on. 100%. And then there's this other thing over here and this other thing over here and everyone from the outside is like, what the heck's going on? Absolutely. But we got the, we believe we got the right people. For sure. And, and, you know, it's all new, but like, hopefully you'll see over time, like we're in it, man. We got your back, however you need it. And we're blessed to have you. And at first the machine didn't seem like uh, creative enough, the name, mm -hmm. but I love it, dude. The machine. Oh, yeah. Someone told me like, I have it stored and when I see it, the machine. Mm -hmm. And that's when it clicked, like the machine's calling and oh, that's yeah. what it's going to be. Oh, for sure. The more Alex said it, the more it was like, you know, I was like, all right, we're doing this. This, this, it sounds great because it's a process built system. You know, yeah. it's a process driven system. Um, and that goes into everything that you do, even if you're not utilizing the machine for some of you guys that are just calling leads that you've purchased. Um, a lot of people struggle with that. It's like, Hey, I spent two grand on leads. Why am I not getting a return where it's like, okay, well, what's your process behind that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a process, those leads aren't going to go anywhere. I remember, um, you and Andrew were talking about lead gen and you mentioned, Hey, at least 12 touches, right? on a lead is what you need before you're going to at least probably make contact. We do 26 over here. You know what I mean? We're getting a yes or a no or whatever the case is before we move forward. Um, and I think that's great. I yeah. think a lot of people, they get so discouraged after they spend that money. Um, and it's like, hey, you really need to sit down and say, all right, what am I doing day one? What am I doing day two? And do anything, <clears throat> hire an ISA, maybe a VA to help you out with that, whatever the case is. But you have to be consistent and not let your money That's fall. That's all it is, man. Yeah. And hopefully you feel this way um, because we are all about encouraging the entrepreneurial spirit here is you're essentially building your own business within a business. I so am. hopefully you feel like you can be super entrepreneurial with it test things out 100%. and that's its own entity in Absolutely. a sense um, that has so much potential and you get to lead the troops. Oh, for sure. It's, it's super exciting. And a little piece of advice for people who are, you know, cold calling any type of lead, don't do it blindly. I think that's the worst thing you can do. Go in to a cold call with a plan, mm. um, understand what you're going to say. I'll say the most important part of a cold call is the introduction from tonality and pace, actually what you're going to say. But in your introduction, make it the same every single time. So if you're getting hung up on at a certain point, it's consistent and that's a good thing, right? You know, you can tweak it and move forward from there. If every single time you call someone, it's a different type of conversation, you don't really know what's working and what isn't. That's good. You're right. So the rest of the convo can be fluid, whatever you would like, but at least have that introduction the same because once you find something that works, it's going to continue working for you. Yeah, I think it's a, at least for me, it's like a freeing mentality to when you think of the machine of like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do it again and I'm gonna do it again and I'm gonna get better and better. Where I, I personally, and I think maybe a lot of real estate agents get trapped into like, I gotta close, I gotta go chase this deal and close it. And then I gotta right. go chase this deal over here. But having the, the mentality of like, 
it's gonna it's gonna keep coming to me. Oh, for and sure. I'm just keep improving, and then you're actually building something versus just running around in circles. Exactly. Which actually can work for oh, a little it, bit. It can yeah. for a little bit. But, in that, but it's, does yeah. that make sense on the freeing of like, it's okay. Lost that one. The next one's coming. Oh, like it's just keep improving. It's on it. such. I mean, all of this with anything, it really comes down to how do you speak to yourself, right? How do you treat yourself? Mm. Um, and so for me, the mentality is just make a friend today. Mm. Um, when my daughter was very little, when she would like fall off of a stair or something, right before she start <clears throat> crying, I'd start clapping and celebrating. Mm. And that's what I have to do to myself, right? If someone mm. you know hangs up or cusses me out or whatever, I'm like, hey, I just made a friend today. I think so many of us are so quick to start cold calling and then two or three people hang up and you're like, I'm done for the day. I need to go to lunch. This isn't working. Mm -hmm. Instead, go through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Change the mindset behind what it is. If anything, someone hanging up on you saved you time, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. you should thank them, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion, sure. right? Sure. Um, so change that mentality of what failure is to you and you'd be surprised at how many times that next dial is someone that was waiting on you to call them. That's yeah. right. With the uh, machine, we've got a, a big vision, and you're leading the charge. And yes, sir. Uh, we got a big task ahead of us. Uh, your experience here and how we're kind of building it out in house versus where you were previously. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some things that excite you about, you know, everything being in house mm -hmm. and what we're going to be able to provide to all the agents and and everybody on the team. That's a really good question. So I'll take it a little higher level. Um, the whole with not for mentality. You guys have given me nothing but freedom and creativity to really make this my own. We um, we we mean that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If I hear the word, like I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't tell you like how many times, you know, Alex or Matt, you know, they'll message me even on the weekends. Hey, are you good? Do you need anything? What can we do for you? Just having that support has really helped me get to where we're at now uh, with the machine. One of the biggest things that I love that really attracted me here is everything is in-house. Um, at this lead gen website that I was at, it was nationwide. So a lot of the struggles that you had was tracking down a realtor in Maine to figure out if they're in the closing process or why has this been under contract for so many months, whatever the case is. Here, we're all in this together um, and it's very easy to figure out where a certain individual is at. Um, another thing is, is I was blown away my first all hands. That's really what really like drove drove this whole thing home for me of being a tre family member was everyone was so bought in and everyone was so willing to help and after the meeting was over it wasn't just like you know you hit the light switch and bugs scatter you know everyone was still there mm -hmm. and they were helping each other out and talking about deals and introducing themselves to each other so it's everyone truly is a, a unit one you know unit mm -hmm. and that was the beautiful thing about it and i think all of those components really helped the machine become what i know it can be um, and then, of course, the last thing is just I've being at these previous places, I've seen some superstars and I've, I was able to work with some of these guys. Some of them were on my team, some were other managers um, and the ability to chat and work with them and even some of them coming over here mm -hmm. and, and rocking and rolling with us. That that really gave me the confidence to know, hey, we're creating something very special here. Absolutely. For sure. I believe it, man. We're uh, we're all believers in God and, you know, we try hard to uh, stay close to God. And to me, you know. It really does seem like it's just the people and he's blessing everything and it's not it's not me and Alex it's it's all of it right? 100%. Like we're literally in it together and we got to keep going and, oh, and, and, it's, and the, yeah I know but like it's just regardless of uh, the outcome it's like dude what a blessing we're sitting here hanging out with Chris getting to know you like 
this is great. This is amazing. Yes, sir. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's great. Um, it was so cool because I went <clears throat> back and watched like your beginning videos of, for, you know, with TRE, seeing you, Andrew, right, renting out the new space and you and Lexi and how everything really came into the, the picture. One of your first videos, it was really cool because until what was it last week that I saw that video, I thought you had like a master's in accounting or something. <laughs> and in the video, in the video, I was, you were like, hey, I don't have, you know, those credentials. And it's just so crazy. And the fact that you went all in, you know what I mean? It just shows that experience sometimes does trump education yeah. in a lot of ways. Uh, and that's so liberating to see mm -hmm. uh, where you guys are at today Thanks, man. versus I, where you were video one. I was teaching a college class last night and Alex came and taught with me. We just sat there. And right. I'm just like, how cool is this? Oh, man, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it, one of the best things to me about <clears throat> you guys and TRE, what really got me hooked is I really started following you guys on social media. You have a huge <clears throat> social media presence, which I love and you're consistent. But one of the videos you had was a live cold calling session. Mm. And I was like, no way. I remember thinking there's no way this is going to be live. Maybe it's like an actor or something or mm. because with a cold call, you just don't know. And to have someone, an audience there while you're, you know, that is something that takes a lot of guts. Yeah. Chris was pumped up when we were, <laughs> oh, when we were yeah. interviewing. He was like, just the fact that y'all did that. <laughs> that really took me to the next stage of, That's of cool. coming here. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's like, hey, you know, you got so many brokerages and, and websites that are like, we're going to do live cold calling, convert 50% of your calls, just pay us $9.99 a month. You know what I mean? And you'll be a part of this course. And you guys don't do that. Yeah. Um, everything is for anyone who is interested. Just come in. It's an open door policy. And we're here to help. Dude, I'm big on that. I don't know if you've felt that, but I, I realized that last week. It's like every brokerage I've been at, there was this there was this room where the the broker or the partners they'd go in there and they talk and like me and the junior brokers are like, What are they, what are they doing in there? Yeah. And it, it it was true. That's that's where they were making money. For sure. In that room. Yeah. With the door closed. Absolutely. And I was like, that's one thing that's really cool about us is literally the door's closed if it's loud. That's it. Anybody 100%. can come in here right now and be a part of this and listen or anything that I'm doing and that Alex is doing. And it's like, we're just in the trenches with you. hundred percent. There's no hierarchy here. Right. Literally. Right. And that's where the whole with not for comes is nobody works for us. That's, yeah. that's the mentality. Um, it's just so encouraging. I remember, you know, the first like two to three weeks I was here, it was me and Alex, uh, working and I would always say, oh man, it would be so cool if we did this or that. And I'd be like, Alex, can you imagine if, and he's always like, I can. <laughs> And we are going to do that, yeah. right? Like I can't yeah. imagine that. And that's just so supportive. You know what I mean? Knowing that, hey, I got this team behind my back and it doesn't necessarily matter what the idea is. If it makes sense, we can implement it. Yeah. Um, where so many other companies are like, that's a good idea, but we're going to put it on the back burner and right. probably circle back to it another time. Imagine, dude, imagine is the word that's been hitting me. Oh yeah. My pastor, he, he ends uh, the sermon every time with, he's like, imagine, imagine what it would be like if, and he just goes on. I love it. And I know. And I'm like, man, I'm going to start using that 100%. word. Because, like, get it in your brain. Imagine right. it. Like, it Absolutely. gives me chills when he starts saying, like, imagine if you were to go all in. Imagine how it would change the city. Definitely. It's beautiful. It's, it's great. Um, one of the biggest pieces of advice I ever got was be the person that you want to be um, and live that. So think about what do I want Chris Smith five years from now to be? And what am I doing today that's going to help me? be that person. What is he doing? Mm -hmm. Is he spending 10 hours on the video game every day or is he going out networking and helping build the machine or whatever the case is? Mm -hmm. So for all of you out there, you, you know, you entrepreneurs, be that individual you want to be. Um, and before you know it, you're going to, you're going to be that individual. I promise you that. Yeah. Are We're, you a big uh, video gamer? 
I am. <laughs> I am. I am. And it's 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 a guilty pleasure. But for me, I think it really hit with COVID. Yeah. Um, not being able to like physically socialize with people. It's like, oh, you get all your buddies, you know, on yeah. the game. And um, back when I was at the other company, I would have like 17 guys from my team. You know, we would leave work. All right, I'll, I'll you know I'll meet you in the lobbies or whatever. You know, so that's cool. It would be uh, it, it's a really good that time. is cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's a different way to bond yeah, with yeah. your team. I've done. I mean, we played Halo and oh yeah, uh, high school and stuff. And I have this interesting because I I I understand the appeal completely. And like I you know think of like just getting and, and nowadays with the way games are going, that's crazy. I'm like this is a world that I could get lost in. Oh yeah, and I hadn't touched it in you know eight years, but I'm like I bet you it's so cool. Oh man, it's and like, I would I would go all in on. I wouldn't I probably wouldn't just because we're focused here, but like I could really get into it and appreciate it for like how cool it would be. It's crazy where we're at now. Yeah, I'll say that, especially with the new like meta, you know, and the VR and yeah, like you know, I don't even I haven't even touched that. And I think the uh, last video game that uh, I played was like Modern Warfare. Okay, so, so you, was, you, you've um, missed a back, lot. Yeah, yeah. I probably missed. A I didn't whole even lot. play that. Like I saw people playing, and I that became super popular. Uh huh. It was well, Halo. You're you're probably getting your real estate license at that point. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. He's yeah. He's he's ahead of us for sure. That's definitely true. <coughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's been a it's definitely been a unique journey. I'm so incredibly pumped that I went from that bartender watching guys on their laptops to where I'm now or yeah. where I'm at now. Um, and now it's just like, okay, what's the next step? How mm -hmm. do we keep evolving? How mm -hmm. do we keep moving this thing? You totally. Know? Let's uh, let's imagine real quick, <laughs> in spirit of imagining. Uh, let's uh, let's paint the picture for all the viewers of of where the machine's going to be at. What is your vision for it? What are you imagining, one year, five years from now? One year from now, we're definitely going to be in a bunch of different markets in Texas. Hopefully, we're going to start targeting the Oklahoma and Louisiana um, areas as well. Um, we're going to have well over 100 ISAs. Um, hopefully, we're going to be a little more central because I do live south. But hey, if I got to move north, I will. No <laughs> worries. No worries. Um, we're going to obviously hit that 1 million um, goal uh, per month in revenue. Um, we're going to have a lot more agents because we're constantly growing and they're going to see what's happening here. Five years from now, I want to be nationwide, 100%. Um, nationwide. And then the big goal is to be globally. Let's help some guys out, you know, purchasing a home in Ireland or England, whatever the case is. Mm. That's the big goal for me. See you traveling around, you know, overseeing all these call centers. Hey. You get to travel, you get to build. Hey, I was, I was imagine. Hey, I was telling the guys, um, and it's so cool being invested in all in because, like I, like I mentioned, you guys will message me all hours. Like it's, it's, it's wild, but it's so cool to know that we're all on the same level. <clears throat> I'm not here, and you guys are here, or vice versa. Yeah. Um. So when we were in Venice, you know, enjoying the the vacation of a lifetime. I remember we were walking down the street and I was telling my lady, I was like, oh my gosh, this would be a really good opener for a cold call. And she's like, we're in Venice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But that's why I know that I truly love what I do. Yeah. Because I'm always thinking of ways to recreate mm -hmm. and, and develop certain processes. Um, and I enjoy it. I love it. Versus, you know, other jobs previously. It's like, all right, at 501, I'm out of here. You know, my laptop's closed for the weekend. I don't want to think about it until I come into work. Right. And that's truly what it is to live it um, yeah. and love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amen. Blessing. Yes, Bless, sir. Blessing. 100%. I, feel, I feel the same way. And it's just uh, it's just the life that we live. 100%. We try to get around. And the more great people, you know, you're, you're teaching us. Uh, we're getting to know you better. People are getting value, entrepreneurs. Oh, like, for there's sure. There's a lot going on. There's, there's a chess game. Oh, yeah. And, it's, and it is a game in a sense, but it's real life. But you just got to think outside of. Can I knock on that apartment door and get someone to sign a lease? No, 
There's more going on here. Oh, definitely. There's so much more. And Cap mentioned it earlier uh, before we walked in here is it's very hard to describe what TRE does. I remember when I first sat down with you, you were like, all right, so we do this, right? Project management. We have construction. We have the bro. And it's like it's it's unique. It's super unique because it's not a cookie cutter type of brokerage. It's not, oh, we only do resident, you know, and or we're only going to force you into this venue. It's, hey, wherever your skill set fits best, that's where we're going to utilize you. Whatever the client needs, yeah. more than likely we can provide that for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what's so beautiful about it. Um, before I forget, though, yeah. uh, happy hour tonight. Yes, Is that what sir. I hear? Lil Woodrow's? Yes, yep. sir. So for anybody that's curious about maybe what we're doing at the machine or anything of that nature, come meet me, man. Swing by. I'd love to, to talk with you tonight at Lil Woodrow's on Palmer for sure. Come on. That'd be great. Let's do it. Um, more people, the better. Oh, we all 100%. help each other. You know, God keeps putting these people in, in our all of our lives. Yes, and sir. we got a girl, Theo, from Africa. She's from Africa. She lives here. She's about to join. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Terry, Africa. And it's totally possible. I'm dead serious. Yeah. But it would be it'd be her leading the charge. I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about worldwide, baby. I know. We're making it happen. We got a girl, a professional baseball player from Japan. Really? Yeah. She lives here. Wow. Uh, professional Japanese baseball player. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about motivating. I was listening to one of your episodes, and it was the Corpus. Was it G? Is it Gia? Mm -hmm. Guys, she'll make Gia. it. Listen. Yeah, yeah. What the world? When 18, 19, yeah. already slaying it. Yeah. Man, I was, you know, on video games or whatever the case is, 18, <laughs> 19, just, just doing whatever. But that's so cool to see someone that motivated. Yeah. And we're, you know, opening that market around like-minded individuals like Gia mm -hmm. uh, in that area. That's so cool, man. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh we got the machine going. We got the right people. We we're motivated. We got a new mentality here. People coming for what we're trying to build. Absolutely. That's all right. But regardless, we're going to enjoy the journey, man. Yes, sir. And it's a blessing to hang out with you and get to know you a little more. Uh, this, this podcast, the Real Estate Podcast, uh, sponsored by our boy Brandon. He's over at Quest Mortgage. And uh, they do a really great job. We got a lot of people that uh, help with lending side. We do the property management. We got the fund. If you guys can share this, like, comment, and we're here. The door is open at TRE. Let's get it. Let's keep hustling. We're we're blessed to have you on the team. Thank man. you guys so yeah. much. Thank this you. Was so fun. Yeah. Appreciate you. you guys. Much love. Keep hustling. Take some of these uh, lessons. Put them to use. Never give up. Go get it. Take some action. Hey.